What's up everyone, how are we doing? Sam here, obviously I am back with another episode. And today I specifically wanna talk about your nutrition and getting the most out of it in terms of increasing strength, leaning out, improving your physique, generally looking and feeling better, right? Because I think many of us know that training is a great aspect of getting shape right, but we wanna make sure we emphasize the nutrition part of it properly. So in terms of what do we need to be eating on a day-to-day basis? How portion sizes, how do you manage that? What should be eating? What should we be eating at certain times of the day? How would it impact our results going forward? So that's what I wanna talk a little bit about today. I don't wanna step into, shall I be eating this over that, or is this good or that good? If I have two coffees, is that better? Should I take the milk out, etc.? The smaller detail stuff, I don't really wanna pay attention to, because I don't think it's that important, to be honest with you. The habits that you have and the, and the daily action steps you take on a general basis make more of an impact than whether you have sugar in your tea, whether you have one biscuit um, in the evening. That kind of stuff doesn't really matter, all right? So first things first, when we talk about nutrition, we wanna make sure that we're eating whole, single ingredient, unprocessed or non-processed foods, right? The more processed foods we generally consume, the more tired we're gonna be, the more calorific they generally are for less amount of volume. So what I mean by that is, if we have a donut, for instance, right? A donut could be 350 calories to 400 calories, depending, Krispy Kremes are a little bit more. And that's quite a small thing, right? Within half an hour, you generally feel pretty hungry. And the amount of volume you get from a, uh, the amount of volume you get from a donut is pretty small. But if, for instance, you had a massive bowl of salad, and I mean a huge bowl of salad, you chucked everything in and had chicken on top of it, and you sprinkled it with some low-cal, um, I don't know, garlic and herb mayonnaise on top, or Caesar dressing, that could be about 250 to 300 calories, right? And you'll feel way more fuller on that huge chicken salad than you would be in a donut, and it's gonna keep you long, it's gonna keep you fuller for longer. So I think it's good understanding these foods that we consume and trying to limit that as much as we can to eat single ingredient wholesome foods. Right, that's generally step one, just improving that kind of quality of food that we have. From then we wanna start looking at people's protein intake, right? Protein is really important. Most of you that come here right now want to lose weight for a particular reason, right? When, we, when we're losing weight, our body was gonna break down the muscle that we have, all right? So the protein that we consume isn't necessarily gonna stack loads of muscle on you. The goal of it is to preserve the amount of muscle that you currently have. Now you may think to yourself, hey, I don't actually have that much muscle. What are you going on about? I wanna improve and get stronger. We're just totally fine. But we need to preserve the muscle that we have, okay, first and foremost. So we have to eat an adequate amount of protein to do that. Our body is more stressed when we are, so they call that kind of catabolic, it breaks down muscle. More, it's more stressed, it's more catabolic when we're in a calorie deficit, when we're trying to lose weight, right? So if you see on the scales you've lost a half a stone or a stone or two stones, right? It's stressful on the body. Our body wants to be in homeostasis. Our body wants to be, have an equilibrium, all right? It doesn't like stuff where um, we're losing weight, etc., because it's difficult to maintain on our body. So we have to consume an adequate amount of protein. The way I look at it is if we can consume protein with each meal, then that's a good step going forward. So if we have three meals a day, breakfast, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, we want to be able to consume and have most of that meal in a protein base. 
That could be for morning, it could be Greek yogurt, 150 grams of Greek yogurt, with a whey protein perhaps, powder mixed in with some berries and stuff like that. Lunch, it could be uh, a chicken kind of wrap, or it could be um, some leftovers from the night before. It could be many things, right? And then a dinner, again, generally speaking for most people, is kind of protein based, okay? So that could, again, could be like a lean chicken curry. Um, it could be uh, fish, it could be anything, steak, etc. So, so we want to be able to consume protein with each meal. And that's a really good habit to get into, okay? It doesn't necessarily matter what meal it is or what time of day it is. Protein is our kind of first thought along with that, right? Along with that kind of quality of food. If we want to take it deeper into it, roughly what you want to do, you want to take your weight in kilograms and times that by two. And that's the amount of grams of protein we want to consume day to day basis. Now, that's if you want to get technical and understand about calorie content and protein intake and stuff like that. So, if for instance you track your calories on the MyFitnessPal, you'll see that it gives you like a, a protein target. Kind of neglect that a little bit, don't worry about it too much. But if you're 75 kilos, that means roughly 150 grams of protein a day. All right, if you think of a chicken breast being 30 to 35 grams of protein, a protein shake, if you have two scoops, it'd be 40 grams. That journey there is already 75 grams of protein, and then you have 75 grams for the rest of the day, All right? Um, a way of looking at it in terms of fist sizes is, if you're a lady, all right, for a woman, uh, a fist size of protein with each meal, and if you're a guy, generally two fist size of protein with each meal, okay? So now we've got that covered, right? In the, some of you obviously skip breakfast, lunch, dinner, like some of you skip certain things. I know some of you here only have one meal a day or two meals a day. That's totally fine. I would generally say to you, regulate eating patterns. I don't mind people that it has no effect really in terms of, um, for some people, when they consume uh, one meal a day or two, that's absolutely fine. But what I would say is, if you feel yourself snacking uncontrollably late in the evening and you only have one or two meals a day, it's probably wise to increase it to three or four meals a day Okay, to regulate your eating patterns, okay, and to remove that kind of emotional uh, attachment to food because you're more likely to be fuller than hungry, all right? Sometimes we skip breakfast in the morning, we have our lunch and dinner and we're still hungry, right, in the evening, and we go and snack after dinner, we're watching Netflix, and we kind of bundle habits together where we watch Netflix and eat a bag of crisps. So uh, an alternative would be to eat earlier in the morning so we feel fuller for longer, then we have lunch and dinner, and we're more likely to be full throughout the rest of the day. Okay, so that's an option there. If you if you if you only have one or two meals and you struggle to consume, uh, or sorry, you struggle you're snacking outside of that. Beyond that, like I said, regulating inner balance really is really really important. And when we talk about pre and post workout nutrition, like that that can be important as well. I think understanding the basics in terms of regulating inner balance, reducing the amount of processed foods we consume, and increasing protein intake are generally the three things that we need to focus on going forward as, as much as we can. And we need to nail them in as frequently, as consistently as possible. Beyond that, what we then need to do is focus on, in terms of like pre and post workout, we need to focus on, if it's an interval session, so cardiovascular, we can limit the amount of carbohydrates we consume Okay, and we can focus on more kind of salads and more fats, which should be oils and nuts and seeds and stuff like that, right? Avocados. And we wanna and we can kind of work on a protein fat slash salad kind of way, right? Where it's a slightly leaner, less heavy meal. Okay. Uh, if it is a density workout 
or a strength-based workout, before and after, you might look to have a higher carb intake. So that could be protein shake with oats. It could be um, sweet potato in the evening with tuna or, or fish, etc. after a workout, which is also good. So if, for instance, let, let's break this down. If, for instance, I'm having, I'm doing an interval workout today, my meal could be a protein shake with, say, water, um, peanut butter, yeah, uh, and sorry, well, it could be milk, to be fair, like um, a whey protein shake with milk and say peanut butter, or like wal walnuts or almonds like blended together with maybe um, a little bit of spinach chucked in there. And that could be your pre or post workout food, right? You've got a good amount of protein, good amount of fats, okay, good amount of nutrients as well. Spinach is great for you. Um, and that's pretty lean, okay, and that's, that's, that's a nice way of fueling yourself before or after workout. If we're having a density workout, like I said, it could be in the morning, um, if you are, for instance, like having a warning session, it could be Greek yogurt, whey protein, uh, and then just give a little, sh like, give a little like uh, mix together. Then you could add like your, your fruits up of that. So it could be like melon, mango, banana, um, bundled in with some, like maybe some berries. That's a high carb content, okay, high protein content, uh, pre or post-workout food. Um, which would be great for you, right? Because like the carbohydrates will fuel the workouts. Carbohydrates, uh, we're more dependent on the carbohydrates after heavy strength session than we would be an interval session. Different energy systems would require different fuel sources, okay? So the interval session would be more kind of fat-based, uh, fat-based fuel as such, whereas the density would require more kind of glycogen, more carbohydrate fuel. Again, if it's not Greek yogurt with, um, but it's not the Greek yogurt with like the berries and that. Afterwards, it could be like chicken and it could be, um, like I said, sweet potato uh, with veggies on the side. And that would be a pretty good meal as well, all right? Um, if it's interval workout afterwards, it could be some salmon and some veggies. Salmon's got a good amount of protein, good amount of fats um, and some veggies on the side of it. So again, that's pretty lean, right? So those are things that I, I think we can focus on. If we can model around that at the very start, that would be fantastic. That'd be a really good step going forward. Okay, I don't want to pay too much attention to the emotional turmoil of food. Okay, um, in this particular episode, I, I kind of want to understand and give you a ground basis of what you should be doing, what you should be focusing on. Those three steps at the, at the start reducing processed foods, increasing protein intake, and regulating eating patterns. And then, obviously, around the workouts, we can then start to differentiate it a little bit to so a high carb day on the density workouts or the small group strength based workouts. And then obviously maybe a higher fat day um, on the days that we're doing intervals and more kind of cardiovascular work because the energy systems are a little bit different. What I haven't mentioned obviously on top of that is water intake, super important. Uh, aim for one liter per 25 kilograms of body weight. So if it's 75 kilos, that could be three liters of water a day, would be a great start. Um, and, and we want to kind of float around that. I think the other stuff outside of it wouldn't necessarily matter too much if we haven't dialed these things I've just mentioned here right now in at the very start. So if we can pay less attention to this finer detail and pay more attention to the macro, to the bigger picture of what I just described there and really start to understand what you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis and whether your food intake is actually similar to what I've described or if it's a little bit off. If it's a little bit off, I would recommend the three at the start, like I said, increasing protein intake, regulating eating patterns and increasing the amount of quality food or reducing the, the amount of processed foods. Once you've nailed in, then we can start to kind of uh, use 
and model our meals around fat-based or kind of carbohydrate-based uh, pre and post-workout meals as well, depending on the workouts you do. So 12 minutes long, hope that helps. Give me a shout if you have any questions. Have a great day and I'll see you very soon.